Kia ora everyone, this is the Fate of Ison, and we have reached episode 10. What? Thank you so much to everybody who has downloaded, listened, spread the word and supported us in getting to this totally wicked milestone. 10 freaking episodes in this weird and wonderful story. We've got another review on iTunes. Uh, Robert the GM says, put it in your ears. Not only are the people who make this podcast friendly and great, find them on Twitter to see, they also have made one darn good podcast. I could feel how much fun they were having and couldn't help but smile along. The world is interesting and yet doesn't have a dozen complicated names you have to remember and can be easily accessed and engaged with. Just a darn fine thing to put in your ears. Well, thanks, Robert. It really means a lot to us that you've taken the time to tell us how much you enjoy the podcast. If anyone else wants to do that, you know, head to iTunes, give us a review. That would really help us in getting seen by more people. Seen? Getting heard by more people. And of course, thank you so much to our amazing Patreons, Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, and Robert Baldino. I would like to apologize right now to Robert, as last week I called you Robert Baldini. That's my bad. We've named an NPC after you in an upcoming episode, Robert, but unfortunately I've named him Baldini as well. Uh, sorry, my man, I will make it up to you, I promise. Uh, in this episode, we are joined once again by our special guest, Adam Wright. Uh, you can find Adam uh, on Twitter, at uh, Wright underscore now. That's Wright with a W. Now, here is what happened in episode 9. Smith Corman introduced our heroes to the local noble Trantus Grifton, whom they had literally just robbed. Lord Grifton required an escort to the city of Dantonair, which just so happened to be where they were to rendezvous with their resistance contact, Zathan Cree. They encountered soldiers on both sides of the Lifeblood Crossing, Tyrannus soldiers on the south, and Arkvale and Airedale soldiers on the north. Then, as the sun began to fall, they heard a desperate cry for help. So we are back! This is episode 10 of The Fate of Ison. Um, last time, uh, the gang uh, left the underground bunker. They were assigned to a job of helping a local noble, Trantus Grifton, played by our special guest, Adam Wright, uh, cross the bridge back into Airedale. Um, they have done this, encountering on their way soldiers from Tyrannus on the south side and soldiers from Arkvale on the north side. Um, they have cleared the bridge successfully uh, and have continued on their way towards the city of Dantonair, uh, but have heard screams for help coming from a nearby patch of wood. Wooded, a patch of wooded area. <laughs> Not just wood. Hey, look, there's some wood over there. <laughs> um, uh, they investigated, and there is a, a tiefling man who is stuck in some kind of uh, hunting trap, and bearing down on him are two large giant boars. Marley has spoken with them using her, her crazy bard magic. And I was pissing. And we have <laughs> rolled initiative. So the first person to act is Trestlespoon. Uh, Trestlespoon, uh, how far away is he from the boars? I'd say he's... I'd say you got within about 30 feet of them. Uh, enough that you're still within trees. Okay. Um, but you can clearly see a straight line to them. You can see their full size. Let's okay. not jump straight in here. We can either kill two angry boars mm. or one tiefling that's already in a trap. Oh. Yes. And just be like... No, no, Mali is... Molly is right there with you, actually, because that's why she can't speak with animals, because she'd rather know 
what's going on properly because mm. she's an animal lover. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because she's figuring if animals are attacking this guy in the trap, there's the probably a good reason for it. were rude to you though? They were rude. Which Banford is not. No, no, they they weren't really. They, said <laughs> just, they told you to fuck off. And, and then they were going to eat them. Yeah, but they did say that he's killed all of them, which means that they've probably killed their brother, sister, mother, whoever. Obviously, it was Hunter's Trap Us. Yeah. Didn't specifically I know, say but Marley's just like really emotional about it. And it's like, yeah, no, fair. Okay, well, either way, it's Tristan Spoon's turn. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's um, the DM hammer, I believe. <laughs> but. Uh, Trestle Spoon, um, look, he, he, he wants to fire the short bow. Uh, it's up to you guys if you uh, it's stop me. No, it's up to Trestle Spoon. Uh, it's up to Trestle Spoon. Whoever in you're firing at. In his energy, uh, he would naturally assume the tiefling was uh, the, the victim of the situation uh, and that the boars planted the, the trap. Because <laughs> they're crafty. Uh, <laughs> they're crafty. <laughs> if there's one thing I know about giant boars, <laughs> they're crafty. Sneaky. Trickery. Spoon takes out the short bow. Uh, he whispers, Trestle Spoon to himself. Uh, and <laughs> he fires at the boar on the left. Okay, so um, one of them has black fur, one of them has brown grey fur. Okay. Say, the... Um, the one on the left will say is the brown grey. Okay, I, I fire at brown grey. Okay. Uh, Twelve. That is a hit. You fire your short, the short bow or is this your hand crossbow? This is a short bow. Okay. So that's five plus whatever. Should be plus three for you, I think. Mm-hmm. Is it on your weapons? Are you looking at your weapons? <laughs> Should be on the front. Also, uh, either one of them wearing a hoodie. Zimmerman. Either one of the boars. Wearing a hoodie. Trayvon Martin. Zimmerman. Am I right? No. Wow. And cut. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, the oldest reference ever. <laughs> uh, plus five. Uh, 1d6 plus three. Okay, sweet. So you um, fire off this arrow from your short bow, and it soars through the trees, and it strikes the brown-grey one um, in the shoulder, like, so right next to its right ear. Mm. Uh, sinks in for... so how much damage was that? Five and three, so eight. Yep. Yep. And now it's Marley's turn. Marley's like distraught because she just obviously saw Dressel fire at the people she was the, the boss she's trying to talk with. We can de-escalate! <laughs> more closer than he is, so that actually saw that arrow sword past you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And I'm I'm running up because I'm just gonna probably put myself into stupidly close okay. danger. Yep. I wanna be right at like at the trap. Okay. So I'll say you between the tiefling and the yeah, board. like I pretty much want to be right there. Okay. Yeah. So that's my move action, um, and then I kind of want to say to the guy and to the boars, like I can understand why you're angry. Um, I'd be pretty pissed too if people were walking around like killing my family and my friends. But killing is not the answer. He's already lost his what leg what's it what's it's the clamp, track it's clamped down on his ankle on his ankle i'm happy to chop his ankle off what an animal lover <laughs> so this is remember this is all happening in the span of six seconds yeah so. i know but i'm like i will chop hey his, guys want to <laughs> i will chop his ankle off if you will just go away do you know what i mean like i'll do that myself <laughs> so that that's your turn is to say all of that yeah 
I like, say, yeah, that takes up your whole turn. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Um, okay, <laughs> so the brown grey one, like it. it's the brown grey one's turn next. Um, it's gonna say, um, uh, it's gonna look confused for a second and then respond. Um, so you guys, none of you guys understand. Because like, I'm not trying to defend his actions. I'm yeah. being like, he's been bad. Just says, he deserves punishment, but not death. Yeah, just says, yeah. We're going to eat, and you're not leaving here alive. And it charges at you I and tried. tries to gore you. Cool. Just because you can speak with it doesn't mean it's your buddy. No, I know. But <laughs> I, I also <laughs> just shot it. Probably uh, a sixteen. Probably isn't listening to radio. Is a sixteen a hit? Uh, yeah, that'll hit me. Okay. It gores you with its tusks for seven piercing damage. So just manages to find a spot in your armor that's um, weak and just manages to get right in there with one of its tusks. Cool. Brutal. And it pulls out. <laughs> You're a child, Adam, right? Uh, it pulls the tusk out of your oh, abdomen. Oh. Okay, that's still not better. <laughs> that's becoming quite biological. The tusk, the tusk out tusk. of your abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> like right up here. Why do I tolerate you people? Um, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> and Banfor, it is your turn to act. Uh... Bamfor is, we're in a small sort of clearing area. -ish. Yeah, there's not a lot of space to move around, but the trees here are very thin. Yeah, that's vastly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Bamfor is charging in uh, and goes for the boar that is currently gore goring Marley. Okay. With, what are you, what are you arming? With my battle axe, okay. which for the listener is a Dane axe. It's a single bladed, long hafted axe. That's a net one. Fuck. <laughs> oh no. So, you run it. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Oh my god. Okay. I was relying no, on you, Banff. Yeah, I was relying on me too. <laughs> uh, Banffor, you charge in, um, but you're not watching your footing, and you trip on a tree root. Oh god, please don't kill me. As you come down, uh, you fall hard on the ground, you let go of your axe. And you take 1d6 bludgeoning damage. Oh my god. Hitting your face on the ground. And he's prone. Oh, I didn't go into a rage either. Um, and he's prone. Ah, uh, that's oh. six. You take six bludgeoning uh, damage. I have re resistance to bludgeoning. Not when you're not, not raging. Not when you're not raging. So that's six. So then I'm on. And you are prone and weaponless. Oh my god. This is the worst. Good. Why did a I talk to A good start to combat. <laughs> <laughs> And I can still talk to these The grey one so is... I can still understand everything oh, they're saying. The black-furred giant <laughs> boar um, seizes the opportunity for an easy strike and charges at the prone barbarian on the forest floor uh, and has advantage because you are prone and tries to bore at you. That is first is a 17 which hits your shieldless AC. Yep. Okay. Yep, and that's, so that's fine. So 17, so it manages to gore you. For 6 piercing damage. I'm not a huge fan, I'm not having the shield. I really want to go back to Warhammer. But, um, 20 minus 3 is 17. 17. Math. Strong suit. I like that you look at now. It is Trenta Scripton's <laughs> turn, wherever he is. So I'm, I'm behind the cart. I've been pissing. Can I use my move to zip up, look around? 
<laughs> We've already established <laughs> zips are a thing. Probably take your minor out of there. Yeah, right. zipping up would be your minor action. So yeah. you still would get a move action and a main action. Roll for zipping. <laughs> Roll for scrotum. So I zip, up. I zip up. <laughs> I look around and I see this carnage going on. <laughs> the, through the trees. You're still far also, away. Also, yeah, you can see. How far, how far away? that we have zips in this universe. Yep. So how how far away am I from the board? You are about sixty to seventy feet away from this happening. Great. I'm going to use an Eldritch Blast on the boar <laughs> that is uh, charging towards Banfor. Nice. Even though I'd be quite happy to see him die. So uh, from from where you, so you need to you need to you roll still the need attack. to get wherever you're going. So I roll my attack, which is the twenty. So it should say, first, it should say on yeah. your attacks. Um, yeah, I'll yeah, Eldritch Blast plus plus five. Yeah. So whatever you roll, plus five. So, Fourteen. Fourteen. That's a hit. Yep. Yep. So roll your damage. Three plus. plus. Oh, it's just plus oh, three. Yes, plus it is because you you took. Oh, never mind. Well, it says plus three. On yeah. Here. Okay. Sweet. So um, you this um, crackling energy appears in uh, the tip of your finger, and you sort of shoot this beam of dark magic in a straight line. Just one finger for sixty feet. Just just like a, yeah, just whoa. like a finger gun. Which which finger? I want to know which finger. It's, yeah. def- it's definitely my pinky finger. The pinky finger. <laughs> yeah, like he's like it's, it's, it's an uncommon move, but it's the it's the move of a noble. Amazing. He fires this dark crackling energy in a stri- in a very th- like wire thin straight line through the trees and it zips past all of you and hits. Which one were you aiming at? Uh, the boar that's uh, bearing down on Ben. Mm. And it lets out this squeal of pain. Exactly like that. Mm. Adam, you you have volunteered to do the boar sounds. I just realised we never <laughs> we didn't take a rest at all. No, oh no, yeah, no, we're we're, we're running on You guys have yeah. never taken a rest. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Trestle Spoon's turn. Uh, Trestle Spoon. Good uh, round, everyone. <laughs> You're all probably wondering where that line of dark magic just came from. <laughs> <laughs> like gushes past his head. Yeah, I was gonna say, did it come past me? No, it, it didn't. Sure it's no, a straight line into the frame <coughs> from nowhere. Yeah, but I would have seen that from where I am in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trestlespoon um, puts another arrow in his short bow uh, and aims once more uh, upon the uh, the, the ball. Uh, which one? The one you shot at the first time? Yeah, the okay. grey gray one. Brown grey, yep. Brown grey. 14. 14 is a hit. Four, 4 damage. Plus. <laughs> what? Your short bow. Oh, plus 3. That's 7. Uh, yeah, so um, again, you fire this uh, nice clean shot just straight into it because you're at quite close range, so mm. it's it's easy picking. Mm. You, just, um, uh, you pull back in your string, quick fire, and it's. Um, Arrow, arrow flies, uh, flies true and hits right next to the entry point of the other arrow. So Ooh. you've got this wound with two arrows sticking out That's of it. That's good. Little and Legolas. That boar lets out a. Little uh, Legolas. That boar lets out a wild. <laughs> of pain. Very good. Um, it's and very good. and uh, takes a few steps backwards. Nice. And now it is Marley. Cool. Um, how close is everything to me? I would say uh, the brown grey one that's just backed away is probably 10 feet from you now. Okay. And behind you is um, the. Oh, ne- right next to you is the black furred one. Yeah. And a few feet behind you is Banfor on his face. Cool. I'm pretty mad because I tried to help everybody and it did not go well and I just got myself gored. 
So I'm just gonna react with like a massive um, thunder wave. Okay. I'm pissed. Sweet. So um, try tell us what freedom rider. Tell us what your thunder wave comes is. Okay, so a wave of. <laughs> and they just. You guys are gentrifying this part. Wouldn't of listen. Yeah, I'm like I'm just like pissed. I'm like tried to help, and I'm not gonna you cast vicious mockery because that went so fucking well last time. I'm just gonna be like ah, and a wave of thunderous force like sweeps out from me in a 15 foot like radius okay. around me. Wow. So you, what do they have to run? Cube. It's a cube actually. 15 from foot me. cube. <laughs> yeah. From, oh wait, a cube is a, in front like, of from you. me. A radius is around you, a cube is, is in front of you. Uh, it says each creature in a 15 foot cube originating from me. Okay. So I think it's around me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, so actually the way the, this one I read about this is confusing. It's It creates a cube, like say you put your hands out, mm -hmm. that would be the front one face of the cube. Yeah. And then out from you. So okay, not, cool. it doesn't like radiate from you. Mine. Uh, okay, cool. Creates a box in a place of your choosing. Okay, cool. You're mine. Awesome. That sucks. So you can direct it somewhere. So I can kind of, but I should be able to get both the one right next to me and the one that's just there. I would, the I would say you could turn in a way that would, that would get both of them, but maybe the brown grey one would have advantage because it's just far enough out, it, it could probably avoid you a bit more easy. Yeah, sure. Um, it says they must make a constitution saving throw. The black furred one, net ones, he takes full damage, yeah. and the other one, uh, fails. So they both fail. Cool. So 2d8 thunder damage and they are pushed 10 feet away from me as well. Okay. Come on, baby. That's a 7 and a 7. Fuck yeah. Woo! Okay. Both, Even I know that. both of these balls take a huge wallop and get thrown a few feet back. Yeah. Um, like rolling a car. Um, and like and in addition, un <laughs> Unsecure objects that are completely yeah. within that area automatically push 10 yeah. feet away as well. Some of the um, uh, smaller, younger trees also kind of get unrooted. And there's a huge boom that's audible yeah. 300 foot out. Echoes, echoes, echoes. <laughs> like, and, and it's birds, huge. Birds flock from the trees and the balls <laughs> like, do not move. Shit up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you want an Eldritch Blast? I'm gonna thunder fucking wave. Yeah. I'm pretty disappointed in my own powers at this point. <laughs> um, the boars do not move. They are lying on their sides. They're unconscious. Um, interesting. Are we still... <laughs> just chose this moment to have a Give me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> I'm just gonna chill. Um, Whose turn is it? Are we going within the... Uh, if we're still in initiative order, it would be the boar's turn. Cool. The, the brown-grey one. Um, but I would say we're out of initiative order. The cool. threat is neutralised. Awesome. Yes. And the, the man and the tiefling in the trap says, Oh, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Uh, uh, can someone please, please help me? Molly just turns I'm hurt, around. I'm hurt. Molly just turns around with like death in her eyes and was like, You kill animals? He says, No, of course not. I, I'm just a trap. I was on my way back from, from Farhaven. I just wanted to find a place to camp. I'm too far from home. She needs to, she needs to roll to check. Roll inside. Like. Please, somebody open this trap. Net 20. Yeah, you get the feeling. He is 100% telling the truth. He did not set this trap. He is not killing animals. Okay. This is just a man who was on his way looking for a place to sleep. Then she leans over and, like, undoes the trap. 
Well, you just push the undo trap button. But I'm assuming <laughs> that there is one because if it's a hunter's trap, then it has you have a to release. Crank it open. Yeah. With your hands. So okay, I yeah, crank it. Roll open. Uh, strength save. Cool. Strength saving throw. Because she's right there, so she might as well. Banfield, do you get up at all? Um, Banfield's picking himself up and trying to find his axe. It's right in front of you. you just, He's just still trying to find it. <laughs> oh, then my strength, is, negative. My strength is negative one, so I'm literally like sixing it right now. Yeah, you're not opening this trap. Um, He's like, please, somebody. And he, lo- he shoots a look over at the big tall fella. Um, Banfield yeah. has got his axe now and is looking at the ankle and he's like, no, we could go and quit. Because, you know. I, I don't like what... Just open the trap, please. All right, thank you. well, if you're quiet for a second... I can, I, do... can, I can pay you money when we get... Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Just, you just... Just hush. Just... Hush. 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 <laughs> hush. Just hush. Hush. Hush your little mouth, mate. Hush. hush your little mouth there. Dad, I've got you. Roll right. intimidation just to see how scared he is of you. He's fucking, he's got an ankle in his trap. He should be scared uh, as fuck. That's a two? Yeah, but that's the immediate threat. Is, is he wondering if this, if Banfield's uh, another five. He's, he's not that concerned that you're going to harm him. Uh, Banfield But he is concerned that you're going to just leave him. over to the two prone pigs and hefts his axe like a log splitter. Okay. Oh, God. And thumps it down through the one with the arrows in his side. What's he taking? The it's two perfectly placed. I just know yeah, there's a trophy taking coming. Just, like uh, I'm just and, like, and what just is it gonna sever, be? Just severs the pig's head, and then sort of just goes, and then goes to the next one and does the same thing. And what, just, what's your walk like as you're walking over? He's just sort other. of like dragging it, like I'm pulling like laundry behind me or something. <laughs> just unenthused, and then thumps it through again. Please. I think so I'll roll again someone, for intimidation. Someone please let me out of this trap. Yeah. Marley's just looking at him like, you're just going to have to wait, bro. If I know this guy, he just needs to do his thing first. Uh, tr- What's wrong with you people? <laughs> Trestlespoon, desperate for an effort to show his strength, uh, cracks his fingers and then his knuckles <laughs> and, and his goes. neck. Uh, and then he goes in to pull the bear trap Oh my god, uh, please roll. The man gives you a look of... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. One <laughs> <laughs> natural one. Um, uh, yeah, you can't even get your fingers into position to open. You're like, how does this? What kind of trickery? Bamford has somehow found a dog in and cigarette and is trying to get it lit off of a cotton tender, <laughs> and it's just kind of smoking it while just like looking the teeth like in the eye. Can I, can I charge over and try and rip this trap open because I want to get you to can, you can enter. Yeah, you can enter the fray. Mm, right. Totally. All right. Go for I, it. I charge up and I kind of lovingly push Trestle Spoon aside, but <laughs> Trestle Spoon says, oh, "It's stronger than it looks. <laughs> I uh, think the pigs yes. made it special. <laughs> <laughs> They're crafty." <laughs> Don't, don't worry, you're pretty little head about it. <laughs> Alright, so is this... I have to roll strength? Mm. Yep, roll yeah. strength saving throw. Yeah, so just... Top left of the sheet yeah, is 20. saving throws. And then... So, 19 <laughs> yeah. plus... 1. Yep, so unnatural 20. Yeah, you find Rip a motherfucker good, open. Uh, good place to put yeah, your fingers you on the trap and you just yank it open enough and you can, you're can you holding it, but you are struggling. Um, but you're making a show of... Like, it's open, pull your fucking leg out. Yeah. Molly looks 
like quite impressed. And he does actually. And, and uh, yeah, the tiefling goes, "Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you so much." And then you see, there's a moment where he notices your clothes, mm. and he says, "Thank you, my my lord. Thank you, lord." My name's Sturman. Uh, I don't care what your name is. Look, just let's just put this whole unsavory incident behind us. Oh, oh, um, yes, uh, of course. Um, as I said, I, I was just looking for a place to be on your to, way. Set up a. Ca- well, it's gonna be. This, Has he this, taken his leg out of the trap? He is. He is trying. He's trying to stand up. Yeah. He's out of the trap. Okay. He's trying to pull himself up, but he's not able to put any weight on that leg. Okay. So I release my grip on the trap and it makes a big ping sound yeah. right next to Trestlespoon's head. Trestlespoon mutters, I loosened it. Marley sees the guy's um, struggle and, and having rolled insight knows that he's not actually up to any bad. She's kind of loosening up now and she sort of like puts out her shoulders for him to yeah. kind of lean on, you know. So she'd be like, "Hello, my name's Marley. Let's 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 go this way. What what what's up with you?" Just, he says, "Um, well, uh, as I said, I was just looking for a place to to camp for the night. It's going to be nightfall soon. Um, I was trying to get home to Fort Pithlock, um, but it's it's still a fair few hours away. Uh, I wouldn't make it before nightfall. That's for sure. So, uh, so you better get fucking moving, mate. Frankly, <laughs> we're." We're going to Dentonair. Is that anywhere near? I'm not sure where anything. Yeah, is. he says. Yeah, um, Pithlock's right on the way. Um, it's it's about halfway between between here and and Dentonair. Look, you're you're not going anywhere on that ankle. So why don't you just hop in our cart? We'll just kind of drop you off somewhere. I I'd probably be able to rustle you up some kind of strap for your ankle. He says, uh, oh, thank you so much. I, th- I'd be incredibly grateful. Uh, if you, uh, Yes, absolutely. If you need any help with anything, um, just let me know. And, like, I'm, like, kind of, like, kind of, like, walking with him towards the cart as I'm saying all of this. Yeah, he says, oh, I'm Sturman, by the way. St- um, Sturman? Sturman, yes. Sturman, I'm Marley. Marley Kraff. Maybe you heard of my old family cider. I don't know how old he is. <laughs> I just yeah, I say that to him. He's, he's a man in like his middle years. We can assume there's no drinking age in this world. <laughs> Based on the characters we're I'm just kind of, it's kind of automatic. She's like pissed off that the, the boars didn't talk to her and shit. She's just kind of automatically saying it. She says, oh, craft, yeah, craft cider. The, I used to drink that all the time at um, the, the stodgy omelette. But they, they kind of, they stopped serving it about eight years ago. Trent sighs like he's very, very unimpressed with yet another fucking distraction. Yeah. <sighs> I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever, you, uh, ever, ever, it, what's the last time you saw Craft Cider exactly? Can you remember? <laughs> uh, I'll get him to roll an intelligence check. <laughs> he does not remember. Okay. <clears throat> he just says, it's just been a long time, but I do remember enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, my family's gone part missing, part, I, I don't know. And Trantis interrupts know. you yet again, he's hearing about stuff he doesn't care about, so he says, Marley, please, we really should be on our way. Well, I'm still putting him into the cart, Lord Grifton. Well, if you could hurry up, we, you know, we really must be on our way, as I've mentioned several times. Is it getting dark at this stage? Or uh, it, is, the... it is starting to get quite Ma- dark. And... Yeah. Marley's putting him in the cart, but she's yeah. looking around for Bamf and Trestle Spoon, like, help being Marley? like... Can I help Marley put him in the cart? Certainly. Yeah. Yes. Cool. I, I, you would, can either I would do like that, to do that. You can either yeah. do that with rolls. In fact, do roll a straight up d20. No mods. Just roll a d20. Mm. No mods. Seven. Okay. Uh, you are not sex. much of a help. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> because I'm not used to helping people. You're a hindrance. You're a hindrance. <laughs> She's like trying to lift him and you're almost putting more weight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yanking his injured leg. <laughs> Ow! I, you, my lord, you're, you're hurting my... Oh, I, but... but 
thank you. Oh, be to yourself then. Um, and I throw like, the leg away. And she's like, uh, thank you, thank you, Lord Grifton. Because she's yeah. very aware that she's yeah. trying to be helping this guy, but she's just like... He sort of crawls up into the cart and sort of like nestles in, nestles in between all like the, the equipment. Nussles. He nuffles. I love how many verbs we're just coining. <laughs> in this. Uh, just like, nestle on in here, man. While you nestled, while you nestled in there, uh, there's some cloth at the back. It was a mix between nestled and snuggled. I know, I know. While you nestled in there, we There's some cloth at the back. Is. Just rip off a bit and stripe up your ankle. Oh, hang on a minute. Tris! Mm. Bamf! Oh! Come in! Come on, we need to go! Oh. The lawn's getting cranky! That <laughs> hundred pounds of pig meat going away from here. I kind of shoot you a look like, did you see? We just fucking like had a lot of work. Like, Jesus, give me a break. And I'm like, come on, you know what I'm dealing with. Um. <laughs> Bamfor walks out um, dragging a couple of uh, pretty okay butchered pig carcasses. Um, trying to keep them out of sight of the hawk because I assume that's just mm. like eating a dwarf. They like in family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I respect that. Yeah. I see what you're trying to do and I nod at you like, thank you. That's I'm the most self-aware thing yeah. you've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, and so, uh, as I said, night is beginning to fall. I walk beside uh, Fox there now. Yeah, and Sturman says, uh, well, I don't think we'll make it to the next village before nightfall. Um, uh, would, would it be possible to, would, to camp? Would, would you be partial to setting up a camp somewhere? I don't know. Let's play a nice little fun game. I'm going to talk to Marley's bum very quickly. Hello, Jim. <laughs> Oh, what? I was hello, Ma- hello, Molly's mate. completely forgotten Jim was, was on her backside. He's like, like, well, that's right, Jim's uh, there. Molly, stop turning around. I'm uh, talking to Jim. I was enjoying a break from you. What is it, dum-dum? Okay, number one, rude. Number two, I will eat you. Number three... We've discussed this. Go for it. I don't care. All right, well, I'll put you under a log where no one will find you. How about that? Have a chat with the fucking earthworm, uh, mate. Fine. For- yeah, exactly. All right. Campsites, regional, let's go, yelp me. I haven't been here <laughs> for a while. Um, in fact, I don't quite know where here is because I haven't been listening. Where are we? Well, how about we pay attention? And I, I just, I, I, I kind of go, we've literally got a local on the cart. We could probably ask the local. A is local not- who's smart enough to fall into a fucking <laughs> trap for animals. Jim, Jim says, look... If you want to camp, I can be on watch all night. I can sense anything that comes nearby. You can get a good rest. Oh, you don't have any eyes. I've told you this. I can sense my surroundings. I can see. I can see you without seeing you. I know exactly where you are and what you're doing right now. Is Trent just completely fucking? Yeah, Trent has no idea. What the fuck <laughs> he can ask. He can ask. and talking to the button. He can ask questions if you like. In fact, Marley at this point just gets sick of Banff kind of staring at her ass. Yeah, Sturman is staring at you very confused. Pulls as well. the sword out of the belt that like is on her back and just kind of looks at the gem. So like she's like. You mean Jim? Yeah, Jim the gem. Yeah, she holds out a short sword which has a green gem embedded in the hilt, and she's talking to that gem. What in God's name is this? Oh, this is what Jim. What in God's name are you? Jim, meet, meet Lord Grifton. I am Lord Trantus Grifton. Who are you, Lord f- 
Fucking dickhead. And Jim. Jim. I draw my dagger. But oh. I don't know why, because I'm going to get <laughs> a sword. You're stab a sword, you fuck! Did I, did I just hear you draw steel against me? Ugh. Uh, to, be, to be fair, Lord Grifton, this is a, a magical gem. Gem. That, that, gem! It's a magical gem. Yes, that really hasn't seen the world in a very long time. These idiots have called me gem. Well, whatever it is, I want you to make it shut up. It's nice, and if I could do air quotes, I would do air quotes. Nice. To meet you, Lord Grifton. <laughs> Lord, Lord Grifton is very confused and angry. <laughs> roll a constitution. Oh, roll a wisdom safe to keep your composure. Because you don't know what the fuck. Fourteen, 14 minus one. Oh, that's fine. You you yeah. you are gritting your teeth, but you're keeping maintained. I go now, now, Jim, and I tuck him in the front, kind of sort of near, really near Ooh. my rapier. So it's like tucked in next to my rapier yeah. and just sort of Jim. put it there. Ooh, Jim, you yeah. lucky devil. Real estate. Sword on, sword out. <laughs> with the gem facing out. Am I right? You're right. You get the impression with Jim that it doesn't matter what direction he's facing. Yeah, he just gets probably. sort of like an overall area sense. Like, kind of like... You might have a polyp. Um, have you guys seen um, the Netflix Daredevil show? No. Or are you aware of the superhero? Sure. No. Yeah. No. No. Where no. Just where you know he's blind, obviously, and has very, very keen senses. Really, and you're going to explain this? <laughs> maybe people don't know. Okay. But he can. I think everyone he can, knows. He can see a mapped out version of his surroundings through his other senses. You that's, have to go through Daredevil to get to Dungeons and Dragons. That's what Jim that's can so do true. on the path. Like, like, you're not going to have. Jim can just smell and sense yeah. what's around him, but he can't see like your face or anything. Like he doesn't know exactly what you look like but he knows your size he knows where you are he knows what you're doing is this sort of spirit trapped in a gemstone something that gemstone lord, lord, no one's really asked lord grifton has seen before and is uh, familiar with roll an arcana check okay or a history check 15 plus your arcana skill should be your top skill uh-huh. Alphabetically. Plus four, so nineteen. So, yeah. nice. um, you yeah. have you have heard of um, this exact artifact. This exact artifact? You've or you, or you've heard of or at least you think it might be this artifact. You've heard of um, a gem, um, gem that's very like extremely old, like hundreds of thousands of years old, if mm-hmm. not a lot older than oh, that. Wow. Um, that uh, has been imbued with uh, consciousness, not necessarily a soul or an identity. And it's just sort of absorbed information and knowledge right. over the eons. So it ain't no thing to me. Well, you, you, you're you aware know. that a thing like this may or may not exist. Like but this is my heard... first experience with it. Yeah. Okay. Is it like, What's it's your like AI, to like that? a supercomputer? I put my dagger away and I look at you, <laughs> Marley, it's, it's Alexa. <laughs> okay. With attitude. And Sturman this whole time is just staring, going, what? Trantus sheaths his dagger. And looks at Marley, and is kind of annoyed, but kind of like, I'll let it be for now. So we can get the fuck on with our journey. Okay. Does, does Marley, like, I want to roll, <laughs> I kind of want to roll insight as to why he was like, dagger drawn, and then dagger put away. Because that would be kind of weird. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Oh, fuck off. Why am I so shit at insight? You just you just don't know. Dice jail. I like yeah, it's going in dice jail. Um, yeah, I rolled like a nine. Yeah. So Jim says, "All right, so we're we doing this. Are you guys sleeping? 
What's I what just uh, what's going on? So we find a campsite and lay up for the evening. Agreed. Well off the trail. Yeah, you guys are just on the open trade road. Cool. I uh, asked the guy in the bag, what's his name again? Sternum. 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 Um, Sternum. I asked Sternum. Um, Sternum. 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 Sturman. 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 He's a superhero. Sturman. And he stirs things. <laughs> ah, justice. I Dumbo. asked. Need um, seasoning. <laughs> With. I asked Sternum where a good place to Sturman. make it. A sturman head would be a good place to be. Um, he says, "Oh well, I, I mean, I was going to just camp in that, in that in copse of trees." Yeah, back but that there, was but, that was clearly a shit place. It was, it was full of traps, mate. Sick bird, take it. Says, "Well, I, I get your point, um, but uh, anywhere up here, I suppose, are the only." You know, if we camp somewhere up here, you know, the only people who, who would disturb us, I suppose, are patrolling soldiers. But we're not up to any wrongdoing, so... I kind of look at Lord Grifton, because I'm still not entirely sure he's not up to any wrong <laughs> like wrongdoing. I kind of give him a look, and I'm like, yeah, I just, I just we're not. You, I'll give you one of those trademark smiles. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it sounds like you're talking... Sword? <laughs> I'm not a talking sword. You're talking sword. Sounds like it's got things it's, under control. It's a talking gem. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> what? Hey. Oh, <laughs> just clarifying. Greetings, Banfor. <laughs> um, and, and I, I start. Um, I'm because I'm standing next to Foxworthy, and I'm like, "All right, Foxworthy, let's move on." And I kind of give him a loving like tap on the bum. <laughs> You yeah. like that? Yeah. Um, all right, and so he... And I kind of, like, start guiding him off to somewhere that looks like a copse of trees or okay, whatever. Yeah. I'll just yeah. say you guys veer off the left side, uh, so the northern side of the road. Cool. Um, and there are... Yeah, you find, like, a clearing where there's a bit of... Long, I want it, like, somewhere grass, where there's, there's a bit of cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just yeah. a very thin forest where if someone was looking for you, they could find you easily. Yeah. But if they're just passing by on the road... They probably wouldn't. They yeah, probably that's, wouldn't. That's perfect. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so you find that. Um, also, you set up camp pretty uneventfully. Yep. Molly pitches her little tent that she bought the other day and like rolls out her bedroll and stuff and then kind of looks at Lord Grifton like, yeah, you got that? Yeah, you got that in your pack? Podcast <laughs> listeners um, can hear him aggressively smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I'm, I'm looking at you confused as to like why are you making a point of pulling out such a basic necessity? Yeah, because I'm like real proud of it. Because like Molly had to fight for everything she has. This is so completely just, like, foreign to me. Real. <laughs> Banfor is already proud. face down on the ground snoring. Yeah, because Banfor sleeps like a fucking slab of rock, just straight. Yeah, I think I think I say to Molly, "Sweet dreams." <laughs> you want to be in a movie? Molly, Molly would like to roll for being yeah. creeped the fuck out. Jim goes. Oof, that was that was unseemly. <laughs> and so I take I take Jim out of my belt and I like get into some basic like I take off my armor and stuff and I crawl in my tent and I put on my armor and next by and I put Jim next to my pillow so he's just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I sort of go like eat some rations and then go to sleep. Okay. Uh Trestle Spoon is circling in the back of the cart like a <coughs> like a cat, you know, trying to find his is, is oh, root, rooting through the all the items. Yeah, oh, yeah. fuck. Uh, no, I don't. Around. That's not canon. Rewind. Rewind. 
Um, before I go to sleep, I would actually like to make sure that Sturman yep. is comfortable. And I'd also like to cast Cure Wounds on him to make sure that he's okay. all sorted and uh, fine. Yep, uh, so... Uh, just I roll, just have to touch him. Yeah, roll, roll, a roll a D8. A D8. Yeah. Yeah, so I do that before I go to sleep, basically. Is it D8 plus your Charisma mod, or is it just D8? Nah, it's D8 plus three. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so eight. Yep, okay. Yeah, he, he gets uh, plenty of health back, and he, he, he even sort of, like, makes a point of twisting his ankle around to like stretch it yeah <laughs> not to the exorcist <laughs> he just he cracks it he cracks it right off um, <laughs> removes you're not it, good at this <laughs> removes it and eats it <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what a savage he says I can't believe you rescued me <laughs> and he murders you all <laughs> Fuck. That would kill me. The that balls. would so kill me. And that's me. the end of the podcast. The balls were right. <laughs> I'm a real bastard. I'm like, Molly's yelling, I net 20 you bitch. Yes, it wasn't my trap, but I was trying to kill them. <laughs> I told you they were crap. <laughs> he stretches out his ankle uh, and it, it looks like he's not in any kind of pain yeah, anymore. Cool. And then I do what I said. Yeah, and then he sort of, he, he nussles. <laughs> yes. Nuggles. Really good. Nuggles. Nuggles. Into uh, like a bolt of fabric that's in uh, the cart. Mm. That, uh, uh, while he's Smith stretching out his leg, uh, Banfor's hand shoots out while he's still pretty much asleep and just sort of holds on to his good ankle. And it's quite clear that Banfor, while asleep, will not be letting go of this man. Roll intimidation. <laughs> Fuck, that's intimidating. It's 11 uh, plus my intimidation, which is plus 3, so 14. Uh, Sturman looks you square in the eyes and he gives you this nod of, I understand. And okay. so he's not going anywhere without my knowledge. Awesome. So this is a long rest, right? Yeah. Yay! Oh, my spells so are Everyone back. gets completely back to square one. No injuries, all spells are returned. So you can just Hooray. long rest. And then take long um, So Ben, we'll just make a point of lowering your AC, awesome. yeah. mm-hmm. um, but we will temporarily you raise it whenever you are armed with you your shield. Fantastic. Yeah, do. So you just kind of hit um, the box. Okay, the so uh, you guys have an uneventful night. Um, you wake up with the sunrise and Jim's voice going, I can feel the sun is up. Hello. Good morning, Jim. Oh, yeah, good morning. Jim's in my tent, so I'm obviously going to wake up as well. Yeah, morning, Jim. Jim's yelling loud enough to wake anyone in the yeah. area. Just, what does uh, daytime feel like to you, Jim? It's just, I can feel the birds nearby. Molly's, uh, it's warmer. Molly's still, like, a morning person, so she's super into the morning. So she, like, wakes up all, like, grinning and, like, happily, busily making herself a quick cup of tea from, like, herbs from her pack and stuff. But just, like, morning, everybody! Trantus walks back into sight. He's been somewhere in the woods, but you don't know where, but he's been gone for a little while before you woke up. There's and a blood strolling screen. I, like I should have been concerned about <laughs> He strolls back into sight with a hearty, Good morning, all! Oh! Still alive, Lord Grifton! There's still alive, still alive! There is a blood-curdling scream as Banfall once again regains consciousness. <laughs> I, I just look over at Lord Grifton and go, He does that! Cheerily, still che- cheerily. Like, Good morning, King Ding Dong. Good morning, Jim, you inanimate fuck. 
<laughs> I wasn't talking to you, but it applies. I'm not a king, I am a lord. Well, lordy fuck. Lord Ding Dong. Hey! I'm oh. like, I'm like getting dressed so so Jim is being put back into my belt again. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. Goodbye, Jim. See you tomorrow. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not disappeared. He's just... Won't forget about you again. <laughs> Shouldn't have let on that you vibrate. <laughs> Fuck you. That's <laughs> <laughs> some bullshit right here. Kevin! Um, Sturman wakes up and says, Oh, good morning, everyone. Um, did you sleep? Well, I slept incredibly well. Thank you for that spell uh, you cast on my leg. That was oh, very invigorating. Oh, no, no worries. No worries, Sturman. You're um, just lucky you caught me at the end of my day before I had a nice big long rest. Uh, before <laughs> then lets go of his leg, realising that he's been sort of dragging Sturman around with him absentmindedly uh, this entire time. Uh, okay, Sturman took five bludgeoning damage oh, no. thumping off the cart. When he pulled him away from the cart, he slumped off the <laughs> and his head went smack you on the ground. You undid pretty much Good all morning. of what I said. But he's still going like, Good morning, everybody. <laughs> he realises there's it's just that to be alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, this is just... Shit on top of the shit. <laughs> and I, I, I walk over to Foxworthy and I'm like, "Good morning, Foxworthy," and I'm like nuzzling his head and I have an apple yeah. out of the apple sack ready for him. He's, and stuff. he's, he's, uh, like cuddling into you. Yeah. He's, he's got a buddy. Yeah. Trestle's been remembering there was an apple sack. I quickly darts over and uh, gets an apple out. Yeah. Hey, hang on, I'm hanging down. on to the apple Roll sack. Roll a yeah, of hand you gotta to try and get one. Yeah. <laughs> so do I have to like roll a like That's perception a, against that or do I five in total roll a dick save against his five slides? Oh five. Okay. Uh he goes for the bag, you go to pull the uh, the sack, you go to pull it away, but his hand grabs it so now you are both holding the sack of apples. A hand one hand each. I'm like, Tris, you could have asked. Please, can I have an apple? I just wanted to steal it. And then I walk over. Trantus walks over with the air of nobility about him, <laughs> plunges his hand into the bag and takes an apple. Ooh. Oh my god. Can I defend from that? That's a charisma, I think. That is, uh... It is. That's all charisma. I, wanna, I, don't, want, I don't want that to happen. Okay. Like, I would be more just than happy to give him one, but I don't want to... Just charisma. roll a d20 against each other, no mods. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Roll... <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen! Two. <laughs> <laughs> you, you come along all Mr. Man. You go like, go to like very confidently dip your hand in the sack and Marley just goes, uh-uh, and shuts it. <laughs> On my hand. On, like before your hand gets in it, so your hand ends up just hitting her hand. I look Marley square in the eye and go... And I'm like, you know what? You can just ask two and I'm happy to give you one. I am a nobleman. If I want an apple, I will take... An apple. And I pull open the sack and I go, here you go, Trace. And Ooh, I give you, a, you I give you an apple and I kind of scruff your hair up a little bit because I just kind of like you. Vanfor uh, is now standing behind Mr. Lord um, and leans over and goes, well, if you take an apple, I'll take your fucking heart out of your chest. <laughs> How about that? And Marley... Mar- <laughs> Roll intimidation on that. Marley, what are you saying? Uh, that is a 10 plus my intimidation, which is 3, so 13. Can I... You can roll a wisdom save. Oh, yep. charisma save against that. Yeah. 7. Mm. Plus your charisma. Which is 5. Yeah. 
That's it. So yeah. it's still, yeah, you, you close enough. Yeah. Slightly, um, you slightly into I go, I pull out, I very deliberately pull out an apple out of the sack and I go, here you go, Banff, like, Thank past, you. like, Very past well. Lord Grafton. And then, uh, just throws it into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Trussell Spoon swiftly chases after him. <laughs> <laughs> and then... It wasn't a trick this time! And Trussell roll investigation, uh, Marley. Only then do I take one out of the sack crunch it myself, Jesus. like put it in my mouth and kind of grab it with my teeth and then pull out another one and hold it out towards the Grafton. Twelve. You find it. Yes. Uh, I very slowly and deliberately take the apple out of your hand while looking you in the eye and through gritted teeth say, thank you very much for this meagre ration. I just look him dead in the eye and say, you're welcome, Lord Grafton, and I bow, like, after um, taking the apple out of my mouth. smarmy asshole chick. <laughs> Um, and then Banfield goes, breakfast, and starts Ten drinking. on my smarmy asshole, unless you want a modifier on it as well. Ten on my smarmy asshole. Ten on my smarmy asshole. Charisma. Charisma, so 13 on my smarmy asshole. You're smarmy. It can I'm be smarmy as fuck. Jim goes, fuck, did it just get smarmy in here? Woo, <laughs> Jim! Banfield <laughs> uh, starts putting chunks of pig into the, uh, into the coals of the fire. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I have to look after you, but I'm not all I wanted was an apple. <laughs> <laughs> that got real. Right? Should have been, been nicer about it. I'm a fucking lord. It's not in my nature to be You nice. have an apple. Shut up. Be happy. I don't okay. actually say that. Because that would be rude. Okay, so and Molly is have not really yeah, that rude. Awkward moment of silence where everyone present is chewing on an apple. Cool. So all you hear is like, silence, crunch. Yeah. Silence, and I'm, crunch. I'm still like patting and kind of snuggling like Foxworthy because yeah. he's adorable. Uh, okay, uh, you guys all finish your uh, apples and, apples. and, and Sturman says, well, if, if we're continuing on to Fort Pithlock, um, you know, it's a fair few hours from here. We. Oui. I walk, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I just start saying, yep, I'm ready to go. I've packed up all my shit and I've thrown it in the bag. Well, he can work fine now. Obviously, I bumped him a couple of times over the. He is standing. Yeah, sure. I'm. I'm already like, come on, hop up to Foxworthy, and we're just like the cart's rolling. Okay. I'm walking beside Foxworthy though. Still like. Foxworthy uh, pulls the cart back onto the road Mm -hmm. and just starts or continues heading uh, east. Therefore, is actually walking after the car. East? Yes, you are heading east. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never eat soggy wee books. I need to get that right in my head. Lord Trenton, having just recovered from the apple incident, has uh, <laughs> deftly leapt into the car because he's not going to be walking today. Mm. Spoon is kicking his uh, feet at the back of the car, but he ate too much apple too quickly. <laughs> so he's got that weird apple belly ingestion. Some people eating too much apple and some people with too little apple. Oh, he's good. You hear that, Jim? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim. <laughs> yes. <real> <laughs> I'm, I'm still really curious about your whole origin story. So, I mean, we're walking along. We're not doing a lot while we're walking. Why don't you talk to me a bit more about where you yeah. kind of came from? Okay, I'll... Trent just goes to sleep. I'll tell you what I remember. <laughs> Banffor's oh, yeah. um, kind of like scratching his butt and groin in like a searching fashion. 
And he's sort of actually. I'll roll and I'll roll investigation. Hit <laughs> um, your own button, groin. Fuck! So like I nearly spat my Bailey's everywhere. One. Despite that, he manages to locate and pull out just a finger, just someone else's <laughs> severed finger. And he goes ah, and puts it back, and then just keeps walking. Did anyone else see that? Or perception if I you feel like have, you want I wouldn't have. I would have been looking I forward. Walk in the back. <laughs> walk in the back. Not unless he's in front of me would I have seen okay. that. Uh, Eleven. Is that enough? Yeah, you, you notice him pull like, <laughs> something out of his crotch and put it back. <laughs> you don't know what it is. And, uh, Jim, as you walk along, Jim says, Well, to be honest, uh, I've forgotten a lot. But, um, I mean, you people keep changing your years and your way you measure things you said it's 1600 ac right now exactly which means it was 1600 years since the last time the world was destroyed but destroyed do i does molly know about that sorry um, can i history yeah. check oh you know everyone in the world knows ac stands for after cataclysm yeah where the world came to a very harsh mm-hmm. uh natural series of natural disasters where a lot of the population was wiped out and it's 1,600 years since that happened. Uh, and oh, that's right. common knowledge. As, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what AC so, stands for. So Mali would be like, oh, 1,600 years. Huh. That's yeah, a coincidence. But you, you also, you, make, you know that he said since the last time it was destroyed. Right. Cool. Do I actually notice that? Or do it? Roll does, does Mali roll, just be Mali? Roll insight kind of, yeah. to see if you notice that little... I didn't actually. I assume that from the back of the... Can't, we can't hear any of this. Yeah, you can hear. He, he talks in a loud Marley just voice. rolled a 19, you so Marley hear, notices. You can hear if you're listening. And I'm like, since last time? Yeah, you picked up on that. He says, Jules didn't notice a fucking thing. He says, <laughs> oh, you, oh, okay. I guess you're one of those people who doesn't know. <sighs> okay. Every, this guy, hey? every 800 years, a big burst of energy comes to the world. And if there's no one who can receive it, it destroys the world. This happened two cycles ago, and it happened before that, and before that, well, how, and before that. Jim, how are we still here? How are you still here? I can, how are we still here? I'm pretty sure I can live through anything. I've seen the world destroyed eight, nine times. I'm quite sick of it, to be honest. It sucks. I'm alone for a long time every time it happens. Right. So a big surge of energy destroys the world. If there's no one to receive it. What, are they, what do you mean, no one to receive it? Well, there are special people. I can't remember what you idiots call them. But they can sort of capture it inside themselves. And then, like, become really powerful. Like, crazy powerful. Trentus is staring awake at the mention of uh, crazy powerful. Yeah. How would we know? How how would we know if, like, would us, like, would we get a warning if no one was found? Like... Yes, how would we know? Is there some kind of tsunami warning that happens? If... Uh, not that I know of. Just, uh, I don't know. I guess, I mean, in the part, like last time, 800 years ago, was, uh, there were 12 people who received it. I think the history books even called them the 12. But they all split the power amongst themselves and became very powerful, uh, each of them having the power to do pretty much whatever they want and just kind of no one really knows what they did. They just sort of scattered to the wind. But <laughs> Sounds okay to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, before that, no one was there, so the world was destroyed. Before that, someone got it, because the world wasn't destroyed. Well, how, many, how, 
even know that they are like some kind of wielder. How should I know? I've been in a pit for eight years. I mean, I could be a wielder for all the fucking world knows. You said you're alive for thousands. What is eight years? Eight years is nothing. Yeah, but I don't know what you people up here on the surface have been doing for the last eight years. What you know, what you don't know. Eight years isn't very long. Well, then the last person I was close to was that necromancer guy who left me there and he didn't know. Well, I don't think he knew. He never said anything about well, to be, it. To be fair, I was homeschooled on a hog farm of, of an orchard. Yeah, so. it shows. Ooh. Don't be mean now, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got you on their belt? Come on now. You do. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for showing me the world. <laughs> I can show you the world. Uh, where are we <laughs> while this conversation yeah, this is happening? This is all, uh, you guys are just going along the road. You haven't seen anyone. No soldiers, no merchants, no anybody. <laughs> Um, uh, how's and, doing? Yeah. How like? He says, "By the way, that's an amazing sword that you've got. Like, I didn't know any of that stuff." Oh yeah, Jim's pretty handy actually so far. I'm sure he'll I come sure in very handy in the future. Yeah. Trantus Scott. Um, <laughs> but seeing as Jim can't tell us anything about the present, uh, Arkvale soldiers. Yep, the black and gold guys. Yeah. Yeah. Are they kind of? All over your village. Who who protects your village? Like, what's what's the story there? Yeah, they're there. Um, that's kind of the reason I left Fort Pithlock. I, I went to Farhaven um, for... A, I don't really know what my plan was. I just wanted to get out. Um, I wanted to see if, what the rest of the kingdom was like since Arkvale arrived. Because um, a few soldiers appeared in Pithlock uh, a week ago. And they kicked the priestess out of the fort. So... She's now living in the village with the rest of us. Um, but, you know, I got to Farhaven and there was a situation there. Some soldiers have been murdered and everyone's on curfew. Um, really bad. So I'm glad I got out of there. I only stayed one night and then hit the road to come back. And then, you know, I was two days into my journey when you found me. Yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you know about Farhaven and what happened in Farhaven? Yes, Marley's. what happened in Farhaven? There were just some, some soldiers had been killed and the, the rest of the soldiers who were there were sort of... Treating the town like a prison? And... Some Arkvale soldiers. Yeah, the, the black and murdered. gold. The black and gold guys were murdered, yeah. How do In you a feel... church. How do you feel about that, Lord? Can I, can, can I, like, check why she might be asking me how I feel about it? Sure. Sure. Ro- just roll insight anytime you want to know what someone else is up to. Ooh, 17. that's high. Plus... Mm. What am I plusing? Three? Plus your, Plus your insight yeah. skill, yeah. Okay, yeah. 20 then. So, yeah, sorry. so 20. So, um... Jules, why is Marley asking the question? Well, I'm I'm just aware that obviously, in my own head, I'm like, we caused that chaos. And I kind of want to know what Lord Grifton just thinks about what happened in that town. So I kind of know where I sit with him. Okay, so yeah, so you get the impression that um, she knows about it. Mm. And she wants to know what you know about it. And like, why mm. it's interesting to you. Anytime... <laughs> There's a bunch of people murdered. I'm very interested. This sounds like quite the scandal. He sounds so excited about murder. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. In defense of him, I am also quite excited about murder. Well, that's not wrong. <laughs> I'm not excited about the murders. I just, I just want to know more about it, wouldn't you? Hear, hear all these murders happen? Yes! <laughs> uh, Trestlespoon, who is still dealing with his apple indigestion, has fallen into an uncomfortable nap. Um, 
But after the repeated mentions of murder... On the hog, on the cart, or on Banfall? He's on the back of the cart. Okay. Uh, he's kind of leaning against Lord uh, Grafton. Because um, they're both on the cart, and I'm kind of talking to them, I assume. Mm. Behind he's me. He's yeah. doing the old taxi himself. driver. Yeah. 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 Um, Banfall has moved um, a lock of hair out of Tristlespoon's eyes. That's oh, beautiful. <laughs> but also just po- deposited quite a large amount of urine and blood across <laughs> his face. Yeah, cool. And like a semi Simba, but more of like a Reservoir Dog Simba. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Tristlespoon, uh, the animated talk of murder, uh, thinking it connected to an adventure, um, stirs slightly and mumbles. Uh, like, what if I told you I knew who committed the murders? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a gossiper. I, it's actually one of my things. I, I like to pass gossip. I can't quite believe my luck. Okay. Uh, I'd love to know who committed the murders. Gosh, this sounds very exciting. I heard through the grapevine that it was the underground Airedale resistance. The- Underground Airedale Resistance. The, the United, United Airedale Resistance. I was getting confused with another resistance I've heard of. <laughs> because maybe someone wrote it down wrong. Uh, and, can, and can I check what this What was having a gnome here? Uh, can you check what? Can I check that she's telling me the truth? Oh, I'm just, telling him the absolute inside. truth. But yeah, 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 sure. 15 plus. Yeah, you can tell it's the truth. One. You can tell she's not lying to you. It's, oh, it's the truth, but not the Yeah, whole it's not truth. the whole truth, but it's definitely the truth. Yeah. But then a, the Nat 20 that. would let you see through that truth. wasn't telling yeah. you everything, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, I'm absolutely telling you it's the United Airedale Resistance that did it. Have you ever encountered the Resistance? They sound very mysterious. Well, they were, they were doing it as some kind of meeting in that church. That's what I heard. A meeting? You heard about a meeting? Who did you hear this from? Well, I mean, I've connected to the inns all over the place. Obviously, a bard. I mean, oh, come yeah. on. Could like, you take me to one of these inns? Sturman says, pipes up and says, well, there's the stodgy omelette in Fort Pithlock. I can, t- I can take you there. Well, I haven't been across the river before, well, this side of the river before. No, no, I have been. Sorry, it's Dapton I didn't go across. Yeah, yeah so yes, I would have, Marley would have known. I'm asking you as a DM kind of you, backstory. Marley has not been to this part of Airedale. You've been travelling south from a further north kingdom, Cyrus. Yeah. Through Airedale, and then you got... But caught, I hit here, right? Before uh, no, I... you you, went, you were hugging the mountain, so you ended up... That's why you ended up in Farhaven in the west. Right, got you. So you haven't been to this eastern part of Airedale. Okay, cool. So I, I relay that information. I'm like, well, this is... I've been on this side of the... And I haven't been to this. Yeah. After, after Sturman kind of volunteers the stodgy omelette yeah. I, I kind of shift my attention towards Sturman and uh, sort of uh, I start focusing intently on him and say oh the stodgy omelette I wouldn't normally darken the door of a public house but it sounds like something we should uh, look into well, it's a very it's a nice place to stay I mean it's the only place to stay in, in Fort Pitlock <laughs> I've heard quite the opposite but uh, yes yes <laughs> you should take me there <laughs> uh, Okay, um, certainly, my lord. Um, I'll, I'll happily uh, introduce you to the owners uh, yes. when we arrive. Sturman, what time will it be when we get there? Uh, probably late afternoon. Um, it's going to be another uh, six or so hours of, of travel before we get there. Mm. Oh. 
So Marley is basically like, her that is just trudging, making the old conversation yeah. about shit, yeah. but getting yeah. there. Yeah, so you guys stop for a short rest at lunch, sure. and you get back on the road, it's completely uneventful, and then you do pass a very like tiny village on your right, so on the southern side of the road, mm-hmm. uh, and he says, uh, that's Dunwich... Um, a population of about 12 or 13 people, just a few, just two diff- two farm families, a bit interbred um, between them. Nice enough people, but there's not really any reason to stop. Uh, Fort Pithlock's uh, still a little bit further up ahead. And then certainly uh, you go another you know, few hours past that and you come across a village which is still not big, but um, there are about 20 odd uh, small buildings, some stone, some wood. Uh, but most notably, there is a large wooden military fort uh, oh. at the back of the village. Uh, there is a small, like a tiny reservoir-sized lake, uh, and there's like a forest and hills um, behind the fort. Okay. And Sturman says, well, th- this is this is home. Um, I can show you to the stodgy omelet if you want to stay there, th- my lord. Awesome. And I, I help... I help. Sturm get to the front of the cart, so he's kind of sitting in the front of the cart, so it's quite obvious. Yeah. Oh, he's been walking. People... Oh, okay. Because I want him to be at the front yeah. when we walk up, so in case people yeah. recognise him so or whatever. You, yeah, uh, you see a few people milling about, uh, and they notice um, you're coming in, and you get the look of like, oh, it's you people. But then they also notice um, Sturman, and uh, a young um, uh, boy runs up and says, oh, Mr. Sturman, ah! Uh, welcome, where have you been? Where have you been? Where have you been? He says, oh, it's, I've, I've just been exploring the kingdom, trying to find out what what, what else is um, going on with the soldiers. And then the boy says, the soldiers, oh, um, uh, hang on. And the boy runs away and goes into a building. Okay, are we following him? Like, what are we doing here? Um, I, I want to put my arm around Sturman. I'm... Okay. And say, the stodgy omelette, you were saying. Let's make our way there immediately. Yeah. Uh, Sturman starts heading in the direction the boy went. Uh, and he says, well, this is the stodgy omelette. Um, of just over here. And he starts... He, he, is that where the boy... He clearly ran. makes a beeline towards exactly where the boy went into. Okay. okay. Marley is concerned about Foxworthy at this point And is looking for, like, the natural kind of stable-looking, hitching yeah. okay. posty I mean, kind yeah, of area. Yeah, get a posse for the night. Yeah, there's no obvious stable in the village. You could probably ascertain there might be one inside the fort, um, being a pretty standard thing. But is thing there for like the somewhere where like the normal can get hay and camp park outside? Camp, yeah, like, park mm. big, yeah, no, yeah like... there, you do see an obvious spot um, over by the lake where there is um, uh, like a sort of paddock, um, like three three okay. sides of a fence. And, like, a few places you could, like, tie him up. Yeah, cool. So I say cart. to you guys, not necessarily him, because I don't really care about him, mm. but I'm like, I'm just going <laughs> to... Making friends wherever I Sorry. go. <laughs> I don't really care about Lord Grifton, not just him. And I point at you, because, like, people listening can see that. Um, Tress, Banff, I'm just going to sort out Foxworthy and park us up over there. Maybe I meet you at the stodgy omelette? What are you guys doing? Well, we're not doing, not doing much. Before you do, what's what's going on? Well, I've always been beside the seaside. Says Bamford, smoke <laughs> curling out of his nostrils. Mm. And I've enjoyed. Uh, I guess I guess I'll see you in there, Tris. 
Ja, ja, Trentus turns around and sort of addresses you two and also I guess you with a Come on in when you're ready, the drinks will be on me! Uh, at that booming voice, a woman, an elderly woman in a white robe steps out of the door of mm. what you've ascertained to be the stodgy omelette. Like she sees Sturman, she says, Oh, oh welcome back, Sturman! Uh, oh, you brought help? Oh, thank, thank Brune! Um, and then she runs down to all of you and sort of very frantically she says, Please, um, uh, uh, the soldiers, they've, they've kidnapped all of our young women and taken them into the fort. Please, I, I assume that's why Sturman brought you here, to help. And, and Sturman looks, Sturman's like, I didn't know about... When did they do this? Well, it was uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, no one can even get near the doors that they're guarding with, with crossbows on the walls. Please, uh, Bruno only knows what they're doing to our women. I, I, I just look at Trace because I, he's the only one who's going to be making any sense at this point, and I'm mm. like... I, can you deal with this just for a second? I just need to go sort out Foxworthy. I'm like way more concerned about the hawk that's just helped us <laughs> through all of this. And I'm like, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll but be back. But you're, you're on your own kid, for a couple I minutes. I can't deal with kidnap women. No, no, no. Women. Don't, don't deal with it. Just get the story. I'll be back in a second. Keep them talking. Cool. Keep them talking. Okie dokie. And I, I just, I just want to deal with Foxworthy and get that sorted okay. so that I'm free Banfor's to. hugging the equivalent of a lamp post. And is just sort of squeezing onto it okay. like he's a ship in a storm. Because yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. It's like a big tall post with a lantern on the top that's currently not lit because the, the yeah. sun is still up. Yeah. Cool. So I, I literally walk off, tie up. I'm doing all of this and giving him some food and sorting him out so I can come okay. back and yeah. I'm like weaponing up and stuff because it sounds like it's going to be bad. So I'm getting all my shit. Yeah. So the woman yeah. in the robe, uh, she looks. To Trestle Spoon, whom you just sort of volunteered to be the spokesman. Hello! But she also <laughs> looks to Trantis, the uh, lord, more lordly looking of the sure. two. She says, um, oh, um, uh, sir, um... Lord Grifton. Oh, oh, why? I'm terribly sorry, Lord Lord Grifton, my lord. Uh, are you here to help with, with our situation? The soldiers, they've kidnapped our women. And at that... Trantis hears a shadowy, whispery voice in the back of his head. It's a voice he's heard a few times in the past few years. It says, Help them. You will be rewarded. And my demeanor completely changes. And I said, Help, madam, is at hand. When Trantis Grifton is on hand. <laughs> 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 and that's the end oh, of the no. episode. That was maybe the worst thing I've ever said. Allow myself to introduce <laughs> myself. myself. <laughs> that was the best way to end it. How about let's try like okay, we'll add this to a blooper reel of some kind. Jesus Can we try Christ. and get Adam redoing that line? Adam, would you like to try again? Do I have to say the exact same line? <laughs> say something. Just something, try and do anything it you like. Anything you like. She looks at you and says... Take two. And she says, will you help? And the voice tells you to help. My demeanor completely changes. And I look the woman square in the eye. And I said, Madam, help is at hand. Lord Trantus Grifton, at your service. And that's the, the end, end of the episode! Lord Trentus Griffin, <laughs> at your hand. <laughs>
shady voice in Lord Grifton's mind. Mystery is afoot. What's going to happen next? Will the group help the poor people of Fort Pithlock? Will Marley find a safe place for Foxworthy? Will Lord Grifton ever see the inside of the stodgy omelette? Find out next week. Alrighty, friends. Thanks again for checking out our 10th episode. Bye-bye for now.